Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Nine. T-minus eight seconds, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition and liftoff. Welcome back to the Space News Podcast, all you space cadets out there. My name is Will. I'm beaming down the signal from the mothership straight to your device. I want to say thank you. To everybody who has subscribed to the podcast, anybody who's liked it, anybody who's whatever tweeted it, anybody who's given it a rating on iTunes. Those ratings are huge, hugely important. The most important thing for a podcast to get uh, good ratings on iTunes. So thank you so much for everybody that's been doing that. You are amazing. Now, Australia. Oh, Australia, the land down under South Australia has beat competition to be the home of Australia's new space agency, South Australia. Well, there's a lot of space stuff going on there in the near future. So Prime Minister Scott Morrison has announced that Adelaide will be the home of Australia's new space agency. It beat out strong competition from other states to secure the headquarters. And that's after enlisting homegrown NASA astronaut Andy Thomas to help with the campaign to get it there. Oh, man. The agency will be based at Lot 14, the former Royal Adelaide Hospital site, which is being transformed into this project. And the prime minister said that South Australia was an ideal home for the new space agency and was already a key hub for the space and technology industry. So it just makes sense, right? Morrison said Australia's space industry is set to hit new heights. This agency is going to open doors for local businesses and Australian access to the United States $345 billion global space industry. And our government's $41 million investment into the agency will act as a launching pad to triple Australia's space economy to $12 billion and create up to 20,000 jobs by 2030. This is a huge leap forward. And the prime minister said the agency was part of the government's plan to generate a stronger economy in the south of Australia. And it's a more long term, higher wage and higher skilled um, kind of career path that these people will be going down. The premier of Australia, Stephen Marshall, said the space agency would help enhance the city's livability and would take the state's defense sectors up a notch. He said South Australia is the ideal location for the Australian Space Agency with a range of local space industry businesses already established here, as well as a rapidly growing defense industry sector. Not only are they working on space stuff here, they're going to be working on things for the defense industry. And he said, I look forward to working with the federal government industry and our education sector to capitalize on the incredible opportunity for our state. This isn't the first thing that's 
you know, in the space realm, in the space industry in Australia, there's a lot of startups and they're based in Adelaide, which includes fleet space technology, which plans to launch 100 new satellites. And there's a nano satellite company, Miriota, which has raised almost 20 million dollars in funding for its current work and future work, too. The Federal Minister for Industry, Science and Technology, Karen Andrews, said that Adelaide was selected because it put forward the strongest case. She said the state had played a big part in the development of the country's space sector already. And the Australian space sector actually started its journey right here in South Australia. Our very first satellite was launched into space from Woomera, just over half a century ago. So South Australia has demonstrated a very long history in space. Having the space agency's headquarters here in Adelaide means that South Australia will certainly have a great opportunity to be a major contributor. And she expects that South Australia will benefit from a, quote, jobs boom in the future. The state is already home to more than 60 organizations, which employ about 800 people in the space sector. So there's already stuff there. They're just working to make it bigger and better. And we're intending to grow jobs nationally in South Australia. It will certainly have every opportunity to grow more jobs for our young people and people who are transitioning from other industries into the space sector. That's what she said. She continues on to say, particularly the agency headquartered in South Australia, we are well on target to triple the sector in the next 12 years. And she hoped news would encourage young people to pursue new jobs in this awesome new area of expertise. Um, and she said, nothing inspires people like space does. And we want to encourage our young people to study science and maths at school. And we want to be able to demonstrate to them that there are jobs in the space sector and South Australia is now leading that charge. There's an aeronautical engineer. His name is Matthew Tetlow and he's based in Adelaide. And he said that the government's excitement was the same as his. And he said, we've been wanting a space agency for so many years and finally we've got it. It's really important being very close to the decision makers. It makes a big difference to the opportunities that you get. We've already a very tight knit and collaborative ecosystem. And I think this will just accelerate that and bring it to the next level. Now, uh, you know, with the good stuff, you're also going to have some people that don't like it. So we got a couple of haters out there. So WA Premier Mark McGowan said he found out about the decision on Twitter and said, I don't think that's the way to conduct a federation. That's before his COAG meeting. Uh, Western Australia has the experience with the deep space stations of the European Space Agency, the ESA, plus the wide open spaces required in the industry backing and background. I find it disappointing just because we've received a better share of the GST doesn't mean that Western Australia should be forgotten or ignored. South Australia received the submarine contract and the future frigate contract, nearly $100 million worth of government spending. I think it's time other states got their fair share. And I would urge the Commonwealth in future uh, to treat other states, particularly those with a better claim, a bit better. And the NSW premier Gladys Berejiklian, I think I said that right, also said she was disappointed by the decision. And she said, but the facts are New South Wales is the nation's space industry capital. We already have 18 major operatives in New South Wales, and we know there's genuine interest to expand those operations. The ACT chief 
minister, Andrew Barr, also criticized this. And he said the logical home of space should be Canberra. But this agency will be located in southern Australia on lot 14 by mid 2019 and will start off employing 20 people. So Australia is getting a new space agency. It's going to be working on defense contracts as well. There's going to be a lot of people employed. It's going to be a lot of money to be made. There's going to be very high skilled labor to be had in these new professions. So people will have opportunities now as opposed to not having them before in um, this kind of sector. So they kind of amp it up a little bit. They're ramping it up. And that's pretty cool for South Australia. Some people are against it. A lot of people are for it. So, you know, there's always going to be pushback for everything, especially with money and the government involved. But we just want good space stuff to happen, right? We just want good um, exploration. We want good engineering, good technology, good science to come out of this. That's all that really matters. You know, when we're at the end of the day, that's all we really want. So, you know, Congrats to Australia for their new uh, space agency. And that's it for today, my friends, my space cadets. All of us are little space cadets at some point in our lives. I'm still a space cadet. I'm I'm an old guy, but I'm still a space cadet. I'm not really that old. I, You know, you're only as old as you feel, right? So in comparison to the universe, I am nothing. <laughs> I have no age compared to the universe. So that being said... Thank you so much for all the support. Uh, thanks for all the ratings on iTunes, uh, tweets, all the Facebook likes, all the Facebook shares, everything. Um, Anchor FM for all the support through all this and all the sponsors. Thank you so much for all that. Um, I will see you guys tomorrow and have a good night. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.